Hello and welcome. I'm Jeff Bonanno, and you are listening to the Do Something Nice podcast. Do, 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 do something, 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 do something, do something, do something, do something nice, 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 do something nice, do something nice, do something nice. Hello, my friend. How are you today? I hope you are doing well. I know I most certainly am. This week, I went through some stories that just lifted me up and made me feel so good. Something I sometimes need to do, especially after reading about politics and accidents and issues with our economy or even the world. Ah, our world. You know, It's strange how we have a double view on our world sometimes. For example, we think about how big this place is and how where we live is usually big enough to live the rest of our lives. Then we watch the news and when we hear a story about what's going on in a different country, good or bad, it's easy to think, I'm glad it's over there and not happening over here. Or sometimes tragedy strikes here and we wish we were on the other side of the world. You know, because it's big enough for us to be able to go elsewhere and leave our troubles behind. But then when you are asked to think about really how small our world is in comparison, this is our only home. Earth is being populated really fast with humans and since the majority of the planet is covered in water, we only have a small amount of land that we can actually live on. There's the possibility of life prospering and growing in other regions of space, but in our lifetime, we will never get to go there. It sometimes just boggles the mind of exactly how small we really are, yet how dangerous we humans can be. What with the wars and fighting and polluting and you name it. In fact, Wars have been going on for some time now, and we have several people still alive today for the more recent wars who can tell you some pretty crazy stories about when they served their country. There have been times we lose so many lives, and when we have veterans who come back home, many times they don't come back in the best of conditions or the same way we once knew them. In fact, according to a survey by the Veterans Administration, out of the three million or so who served in Vietnam, about half a million of them suffered from PTSD. It's been observed that many of our vets suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder, higher rates of divorce, are more likely to commit suicide, and many are likely to be addicted to alcohol and or drugs. Finding ways to support our veterans can begin with saying thank you. Thank you for serving our country. And it's not something we have to wait to say until Veterans Day either. Anytime you hear that someone served and put down their life to protect us at home deserves a thank you, in my opinion. So if you are a veteran, let me start off by saying from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you so much for serving us and our country and keeping us safe. And since I've started talking about veterans, I have a riddle for you. 
What do veterans, dogs, and adventures all have in common? Well, in Eagle Creek, Oregon, there is a story about a 73-year-old woman named Shirley Romig who enjoys to skydive, and this time Shirley had brought along her granddaughter Cassidy, who together provided that answer. Shirley and Cassidy recently went skydiving to raise money for an organization which pairs service dogs with veterans in need. In fact, for Shirley, this was her birthday celebration to which she wanted to use this event to raise the money for the group called Paws Assisting Veterans, or also known as PAVE, P-A-V-E. So what is PAVE? PAVE is an accredited nonprofit whose mission is to train and provide service dogs for veterans suffering from mental and or physical disabilities. They currently are able to train and pair about five to seven new service dogs to veterans each year with a training period of around a year and a half to two years for each dog. The veterans don't pay for this training or for the dog, which in the end costs the organization around $42,000 per dog, which includes lifelong follow-up training and support. PAVE is a 501c3 and is funded by various types of donations including grants, foundations, corporate donations, and of course, private donations. So that is what Shirley decided to do. With this jump, she hopes to raise at least $12,000, and at the time of this recording, she is still working on reaching that goal. And Shirley isn't the only one trying to raise money for PAVE. Many others, such as Valerie Horace, a board member for PAVE ran a fundraiser page in honor of her father, Ronald Leo Horace, to which he supported his daughter's work at PAVE before he passed away back in 2018. In fact, PAVE is always looking for more individuals who would like to start fundraisers to provide support, and they have a link to a fundraiser page where you can sign up to start your own campaign. I'll be sure to include that link, as well as Shirley Romig's current fundraiser, in the show notes should you want to make a donation to the cause to support PAVE. It is a nice thing to do, and definitely goes to a good cause. American author Carl Marlantes was quoted as saying, When the peace treaty is signed, the war isn't over for the veterans or the family. It's just starting. In other words, while a soldier may come home afterwards, after doing what he or she set out to do for their country, that job has so many lasting outcomes that will affect them for the rest of their lives. Some of these outcomes are not good and were not necessarily something they asked for or wanted. And when they come home, they have to deal with it. They have to live with it. And there isn't always the support that they deserve when they need it the most. PAVE is just one of the many services that are out there looking to provide support to our veterans. And honestly, there is nothing wrong with wanting to help others. And you don't have to necessarily help a veteran by donating money. There are other ways you can help veterans and or give thanks to what they have done for all of us. For example... When you're at a restaurant, you can offer to pay for their meal or their coffee. Maybe provide a ride to an appointment or make a run for them if they aren't able to do it themselves. Do a little maintenance on their home for them. In fact, I saw a suggestion of replacing all of their light bulbs with LED lights so that the light bulbs last longer and they can save money on their power bill, 
especially since many older veterans could be on a fixed income. But you also don't have to spend money either. You could just spend time with them, write a letter to them, or even volunteer at a VA hospital. Or there are these events which are often called a stand-down, which is an event that lasts usually a few days and provides supplies and services to homeless veterans. So you see, there are many nice things you can do for our veterans, and these are things that can be done any time of the year and usually are needed throughout the year. So now it's your turn. What about you? Do you already have a story about someone who has done something nice for someone else? Are you a veteran who received a random act of kindness and would like to share your story? I would love to hear about it and share it with the rest of the world for you. So please send me your story by emailing it to me to mailbag at dosomethingnice.net. Well, my friend, once again, that's it for this episode, and I certainly hope it either added to your wonderful day or helped make your day that much better. I would love to hear your feedback and ratings, and if you would like to follow this show on social media, you can on Facebook at Do Something Nice Podcast, on Twitter at Be A Nice Ninja, or you can also find this podcast at dosomethingnice.net. Thank you so much for listening in and remember to be a nice ninja and do something nice. Take care.